Sheila. Hi, Teo. We've got a very important and big celebration coming up, don't we? Yes, it's Chinese New Year. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, so yes, Chinese or Lunar New Year is coming up. This year it's on February 12th. What have you got planned? Well, we always do the traditional family dinner before that. So that on the 11th, we'll do a big Chinese dinner and dad will cook everything. Roast pork, lots of meats, that hairy stuff that's hairy black. Stuff? Black hairy stuff? Yeah. And it, <laughs> what, just, is it savory? I think so. Come on, it's good luck. You eat it and it's lucky. And it's with like ears or pig's ears or something. I, okay, so just for context, your family is from southern China. Yes. My family is from northern China, and I think we have really different <laughs> food yeah, and customs. So, okay, so black hairy things. You've never seen that black hair thin like a noodle. Okay, I need to figure out what it's called. Yeah, okay, so what else? So all that um, egg rolls, so much vegetables. It's all fresh stuff. Fish, obviously, that's lucky mushrooms. So for my family, generally with my parents, we just did dumplings, which is such a northern Chinese thing. But I know fish as well. Like steamed fish is really popular. I remember my mum putting out fruit to the Buddhists and like feeding the gods. Were your family Buddhist? I don't. I'm sure they were. I should really pay attention, yeah. but I just did whatever my mother said. Yeah. If she said, pray to these gods, I'd pray. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and what would she normally ask you to like pray for? Just like good health and wealth and family. That was always her thing. So she'd burn lots of um, those papers. Did uh, you do that as yes, well? Yes, yeah. So it's sort of like an offering to your ancestors. Yeah, and rice she would put out. So it was this peace offering, like you say, to feed the dead or the spirits which is very interesting now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Do you still do that? No, because she kind of changed her religion before she passed so that we wouldn't have to do all that. Oh. So she changed her Christianity. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she was so thoughtful towards the end because she <laughs> didn't want us to do all that stuff we didn't understand. So no, and dad doesn't continue it either. I was chatting to my parents a little bit about Chinese New Year traditions and stuff. And a lot of it, like I was saying, like the food has so much meaning, like fish, like you said before, is prosperity because the Chinese word for fish is the same pronunciation as the word for surplus. So it's good luck to eat fish. And then did you guys also have the sticky cake? No, we're not that fancy. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that was a fancy thing. Sticky cake? Yeah. Mm. It's a savory thing, though. So, yeah, so for that one, in Mandarin, it's niangol, and it's the same pronunciation as year and high. So when you eat that, it's supposed to represent your years getting better and better. Remember the eggs dipped in red? I don't think we had that. Okay, yeah. So that was a big thing. You have soups and then the egg must be dipped in red. So red is obviously a lucky yes, colour. Yes, Um, And all the lucky envelopes that you get. Yeah, the, um, with the money. Yes. Um, You've seen Bling Empire, right? I haven't, but I've heard okay. a lot about it. <laughs> okay. So I started watching it. In the first episode, one of the guys, he was talking about Chinese New Year and he was saying, White New Year, what do you do? You just make some goals and then you wake up with a hangover. With Chinese New Year, you wake up with some money and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I know. People think it's so bizarre that we give money for special occasions. 
for Chinese New Year, it's normally the elders in the family giving the money or the red pockets to the children as a symbol of transferring wealth from the older generations to the newer generations. The more that I researched into all of these customs and practices, the more symbolic it all became. Because I don't know about you, but when I grew up, I didn't appreciate or understand any of this. I agree. They didn't explain the meaning behind anything. We kind of just followed along. Just did it, right? Yeah, I remember <laughs> lining up all the grandkids just waiting for our grandma to give us an envelope. And that was just a tradition, not really asking why. And But as we get older, we do question it because if we have children, are we going to pass on these same traditions? Yeah, exactly. So remember that time we spent Chinese New Year yeah. in China? Okay. Well, the plan was to spend Chinese New Year in China, but someone <laughs> had to run off. <laughs> we will not go into the details of that. But yes, me and Teo spent Chinese New Year. What year was that? Oh my gosh. A long time ago, it feels. Maybe like five or six years ago now. Yeah, and it was amazing because we got to see the fireworks. We got to hang out with your family and eat the like proper food. One of the things that I could not get over was just how many fireworks was going on. Like I feel like from the moment we arrived to like the moment we left Beijing, it was just fireworks going off all the time, even during the day. Yes, and everyone had flocked home to see their family. I think that's a big thing. Family is so core for Chinese, so they shut down their businesses and really celebrate and spend time. And yeah, I got to spend some time with a traditional Chinese family and we made dumplings and yeah, had all that celebration. But yeah, lots of family. That's the biggest thing I got out of that connecting us back together. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like Chinese New Year is so much about family. And I was asking my mum about how she used to celebrate Chinese New Year when she was younger. So my mum grew up in the 50s. And back then, China wasn't very prosperous at all. For Chinese New Year, it was an opportunity to indulge in things that they couldn't get. And then she was saying how nowadays people are so much more well off now. And it's almost like the meaning of Chinese New Year has changed because they're not in scarcity anymore. They can eat all this food. The, the thing that remains is the connection with family. Right. I see what you mean. And do you do anything else? I personally just cleanse out everything. I think Chinese used to say, buy new things. Try not to wash your hair, apparently, because you're washing away all the good fortune. Um, but I don't really stick yeah. to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to wash that hair, especially since you exercise so much. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I'm all about like resetting everything, giving stuff away to charity that no longer serves you. Do you feel like you celebrate Chinese New Year more than the other New Year? <laughs> Absolutely. I feel so much more connected and our family is so big. So it's, yeah, and it's good to see the kids embrace it as well. As you know, my nieces and nephews are half caste. They're a mix of Czech or Filipino. So it's really good to stamp the Chinese in them. Do they enjoy all the Chinese New Year festivities? Yeah, I think they really do. They love getting red envelopes from granddad. <laughs> Everyone um, loves money. <laughs> yeah, and I think they don't realize how lucky they are to have such a variety of food. You know, look at the options that they have and for my dad to cook it for them. It's very traditional and old school, whereas most people are going to restaurants or buying that stuff. There's something so much more special 
with home-cooked meals, right? Often traditional recipes and made with love. How is it with your family? Because you're such a small unit compared to obviously mine is huge all the time. So it definitely is very different because it's just me and my parents. And so... And Andrew? uh, In recent years, yeah, with Andrew. Before that, it was just us three and we would just have a really big dinner. I guess kind of like Christmas here. I think maybe when I was younger, we might have spent some time with my extended family because I do have aunties and uncles and cousins. Or I did um, when I was younger. But to be honest, I wasn't really close with them. I think I preferred just being with my parents. Again, I didn't really appreciate the significance of Chinese New Year until recently. And until we went to China as well, I didn't appreciate the scale of Chinese New Year celebrations. Do you also follow the zodiac signs as well? Well, I used to, and I'm a rabbit. You Mm. must be as well. Yeah, I am. So I do like to read a little bit and get dad to predict my future, but he's always a bit... Talking about the love life, I'm like, well, I'm still waiting. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. Hint, <Hint-hint>, guys. <laughs> this year, what is it? It's the ox. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what the ox stands for? No, but are they very stubborn and bold? So, they are known for being hardworking and diligent, reliable, and I think an important feature is that they are all those things, but they don't talk about it. So, they kind of just quietly get on with their work because I think they're associated with agriculture right they're used to plow fields and things and so I guess that's why they got given those attributes I always found it quite interesting how a whole year of people could all be the same yeah it depends also what year you were born in even if you're the same sign as somebody else and they're born in another year then you guys have different personalities and attributes and things and there's different elements like water fire earth Do you know much about the rabbit sign? I actually don't. I think we're nurturing and homebodies and social. I think that's what I've read before. I mean, I'm sometimes social. (laughs) Yeah, so I think you can take parts of it and turn it into whatever you want to interpret. I think the biggest thing is everyone knows that the dragon is the most popular and lucky. Because everyone wants to be born in the year of the dragon. (laughs) Which was ridiculous because when it was that year, people were off making babies. Yeah. Weren't there ads for like sperm donors or something? Yeah. Crazy things like that. So sometimes culture and traditions are good, but (laughs) some people can take a little too far. Yeah, exactly. One of the things with the zodiac sign is your birth sign is always the most unlucky year so people who are ox 2021 is meant to be your most unlucky year which don't you think is ridiculous Um, yeah of course but (laughs) that's what they believe it is funny to think about how much asians focus on all those little traditions they're quite superstitious they are do you think though that the newer generations are no no right they probably take bits and pieces that they want But yeah, the whole sweeping out the bad luck, I remember doing that, like seeing obviously our parents sweeping literally (laughs) (laughs) out all the bad luck from your house. Yeah, that's also why they set off so many fireworks because it's said to scare away monsters and bad luck. They're very spiritual, you know, they believe Mm. in the spirits and the afterlife and the people that surround them. Do you think your connection with Chinese New Year has changed It's always been significant because my mother 
puts so much emphasis into it because she's, she loves her culture and it brings her back to home and she would connect with her family. And I think it's, it makes you feel like pure again. Every year it's this recycle of new energy and it's a time to refocus on your family and your goals and health. So she would always bring that energy every year. So what are your goals for this year? <laughs> wow. Hmm. What are yours, Teo? I think for me, I mean, there are the, uh, I don't want to call them superficial goals, but you know, the the career goals and obviously getting this podcast off the ground and going and making it a thing. But then it's also continuing to work on myself as well, which kind of sounds a little bit like hippy dippy, but I really want to continue growing as a person and becoming a better person, a better person. But then it's just like, how do you define a better person? It's just kind of realizing what's important to you and the kind of person you want to become and what you value. Yeah, I agree. I'm totally on that same journey of defining, you know, my and redesigning my life that suits me. I think I'm at an age where I've done so much work on myself that I now know what avenues I want to go and what I want to put my time and energy into. So for this year, I've really decluttered a lot from my life and things that don't serve me anymore. And I just really want to focus on the core people, my family, things that give me joy and yeah, being more creative, fun, being spontaneous. Yeah, laughing, flowing. <laughs> but I feel like you laugh a lot. Do you remember when we were at school and we used to call each other back in the days because we didn't have cell phones? We yes. would like call each other on the landline and just talk for hours. And, and that's the thing. I lost that sense of laughter. Okay. Because, yeah, I was so childlike and free, but then running a business and being that responsible person. And so I'm trying to reconnect with the fun in me because business can be very linear and you serious very and serious growing up <laughs> mm. and now I look back I'm like why was I so damn serious I guess it was the control thing so finally control thing? having to cro- control everything around me and making sure you know I took all the steps to get to success and I've been listening to podcasts recently and a lot of successful women feel the same they get to that pinnacle and then they look back and they're like oh my god I've lost my joy and my emotion. And so we're coming back to that. And I think that's what this year is about for me. Yeah. Do you have any plans to? Yes, you know, all my plans, (laughs) Um, all my events and bringing women together, being in the feminine. We've got my sister's retreat next weekend. So that's all me, all creative, going with the flow, just doing whatever I feel like, pretty much. Treat it like Chinese New Year every day. Exactly. <laughs> Just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Connect Pop the with the fireworks. People. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, it's been so nice to reflect and talk about how our different families celebrate Chinese New Year and also I guess to like share a little bit about the meaning behind it as well for people who don't know. No, it's been awesome and I can't wait and I'll be celebrating. Yes. So happy New Year. Happy Chinese New Year. Woo! Thank you for listening. I would love to hear all about your Lunar New Year traditions and celebrations, no matter where you're from. So hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. Just search for Not Your Token Minority. I would love to hear from you. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform.